just a uh, really quick uh, introduction to day 11. It um, was a quite cool start at two degrees, and um, but I was out of Campbelltown um, a bit before eight and got on the Hume Highway heading out to Canberra. Uh, plan is, well, plan was to get to Goulburn, um, but what I have found is that um, the road between Campbelltown and Canberra has been a constantly uphill, and it's also been pretty much a constant headwind. So uh, the average speed is, is really dropped down, and um, I'll, um, I've still got another 60 kilometres and um, but I might have to have a look at if there's a option at the 40 kilometre mark or else I'll be um, uh, getting into Goulburn under uh, darkness and I don't really want to do that. But um, I better stop talking to you and get back on the road. Uh, I've got a few things to tell you about um, but I'll leave that till later on tonight. Till then, bye. While you're waiting for me to update you on day 11 thought i'd um, branch off into a little bit of a, a side note on navigation so um traveling from you know originally it was what what i had planned to do was uh, travel from brisbane to uh, melbourne and do a little bit of the great ocean road however melbourne um, is um, potentially at this moment in time out of its uh, lockdown, but I was just unsure about um, continuing on into Victoria and having some sort of flare up in Victoria, and then I would have to uh, do some quarantining when I got back. So the safer bet seemed like once I got to Sydney to head out to Canberra because um, nothing really exciting happens at Canberra. Um, but what I had done to get myself to Sydney was I use a uh, web-based um, site called Plotter Route, and Plotter Route you can call up different types of maps depending on your activity. In in my case, cycling, so it was able to uh, promote a a route down the east coast, and it it does it through um, its own algorithm of avoiding. Uh, major roads and avoiding steep hills and, and looking for those side routes and what have you. Um, and it, it works pretty well. And you, um, what I also do is um, after creating a, um, a route on Plotter Route, I'll plot a route, I export the GPX and then I can put it into other mapping applications like Komoot. K-O-M-O-O-T. Kamut is um, really pitched at cycle tourists and um, you can uh, use it um, to plan a, um, a trip or uh, just ad lib where you're at a place. Um, say I want to get to a lighthouse or I want to get to a, a town I can punch that into Kamut and it will, knowing that I'm cycling, um, pick the best routes. However, um, for some of the, the mapping 
you then have to upgrade to the paid version to get the um, what they call premium mapping products so the free version does okay but um, it, it might do a little bit better with the premium premium uh, maps I supplement that Kamut and Plotterroot with maps.me which is another app and uh, again you can put in your activity cycling and it will choose the best route um, maps.me you can download and um, use um, the maps offline uh, for big chunks of Australia similarly with Kamut when you've plotted a route you can um, download it to your phone so that you don't have to rely on um, the uh, cell tower or internet coverage for it to um, continue to map where you are um, but then there's also Google Maps and as far as uh, saying on the topic of apps on your phone so Google Maps I, I do use uh, I turn on the um, overlay for bike friendly or bike paths and it works quite well however you very much can supplement all of that with local knowledge and the local knowledge will come from talking to people and I've definitely done that um, during my uh, trip down here and um, there's also signage so you know big signs that um, all travelers will follow to get on to the um, you know to get to a town or to get to a highway or to get to wherever um, but there's also some of the New South Wales East Coast has a, a cycling route and there are signs that um, indicate that cycling route however they're very far and few between so you wouldn't turn up um, all green ready to follow the signs um, I think that would be a world full of hurt um, but even then like you know um, following some Google Maps telling Google Maps that I'm cycling um, there were some signs as I was coming through Sydney that um, promoted a cycling easy cycling route to an M5 uh, linear I think it was called that like the, the concept is that there's a bicycle path that parallels the um, M5 as it heads out of Sydney and um, the local signage directed me um, to this M5 linear. Um, however, Google Maps took me a slightly different route. So, you know, it, it's going to be always a case of a mix of different information and then you calling the shots as to which way you want to go. But yeah, so um, how I've travelled from Brisbane to Canberra is via Plotterroot, Kamut, Maps.me, Google Maps, uh, signs, and talking to some of the locals. And um, you know the obvious thing that uh, locals, when you're you're sitting there or um, propped with your um, fully decked out cycling bike. Um, and, and you're talking to another cyclist, they, um, you know, they, they know there is a kindred soul that they're talking to and um, they will give you some great advice. Anywho's navigation.
done. Day 11, um, big day, big, big day. Uh, from the podcast from yesterday, would have worked out that I was uh, below uh, Campbelltown and the route that I chose today was from Campbelltown to Goldburn. And they should actually pronounce that Colburn as opposed to Goldburn. Um, temperature today didn't get above 12 degrees. When I've arrived at Colburn, um, it dropped down to nine, felt like three. Um, um, it, it, um, it was a long trip, like, as I mentioned previously, there was a lot of uphill as in it was a, a very steady um, incline. When I've looked at Strava tonight, it's 1,600 metres of elevation that I gained during the day over the 140-odd kilometres, 145 kilometres. So fair old bit of elevation. Um, coupled with the headwind that was quite blustery at times, um, when I was going down... Um, some of the you know two degree slopes, the um, headwind meant that I, I couldn't get above 20 kilometers an hour, so it was just in your face and happening. Um, there was um, I pretty much followed the Hume Highway. Um, as I said, the, the headwind was quite constant. The um, path for Cyclists wasn't too bad. There were big stretches of crappy bitumen on the side, uh, but there was also good patches of great bitumen and um, concrete. Um, when I was making my way down the uh, east coast, probably about two or three times, there was a, um, a very narrow bridge and there was a sign that said um, narrow shoulder. Um, for this bridge, and but they were relatively short span bridges, so it wasn't a great big deal. However, from uh, Campbelltown over to Goulburn, um, there's probably been about 10 bridges, and some of them quite long spans there where the, the signage leading up to it have said that there is narrow shoulders. Some of them, there's been no shoulders at all. Um, Coupled with that being a long span, no shoulder, and there's also high wind warning signs as you approach some of these bridges that, that span a gorge as opposed to span a, um, a low uh, river or anything like that. So um, really do need to gird your loins and um, really uh, you know get the whole spidey senses working and focus on the task at hand to keep yourself on the true line and not get um, affected by blustery winds which will um, depending on uh, the direction of the winds want to toss you over the guardrail or toss you into the um, flowing traffic that's coming up behind you at 110 kilometers while you're doing 15 kilometers so all of those things were uh, a bit of a challenge for the day. However, those um, challenges are now behind me. Um, as I said, I did 145, 150 kilometres during the day. Um, at one point there, I was unsure 
whether I was going to uh, get into Goulburn. Um, and I was very much wanting to avoid getting under um, headlamp or, or um, the bike line. And it, um, when I, I think when I spoke to you last, I did a uh, three burger fuel uh, load into the, my body and um, that allowed me to make up a bit of time as far as speed goes. However, I, I chewed through those kilojoules quite quickly. And um, one of the things I, I don't think I have mentioned was I was only an hour and a half out of uh, Campbelltown and I was at a rest area um, having a cup of coffee and that I'd brewed up and a couple of Belvedere breakfast biscuits and a guy walked past that um, um, spoke to me in the, and about the, the loaded bike and we got into a, a, a short conversation. Turns out that he was an English person. It wasn't just um, a strange New South Welsh accent um, because we talked about the long weekend and, and he um, said that it was the Queen's birthday weekend here in Australia. However, when he was back home in England, they never used to celebrate the Queen's birthday, but he's, he's grateful for that opportunity over here in Australia. So we had that little bit of a conversation and he's gone back to his car. And then he's, he's um, presented himself back to me with a gift of a small box of Maltesers. And I, you know, I'm not wanting to um, turn away from a gift and, and um, uh, rain on the guy's parade as far as him wanting to do something for me. I... I gratefully accepted the gift and thanked him for it. But that ended up being a bit of a godsend <laughs> because as I was going through, and I'm, as I said, I've, I was um, churning through the kilojoules per kilometre. Um, I had muesli bars, I had other food, uh, but the Maltesers were a, a burst of energy and a burst of um, comfort food that verily did help me um, get through this long, long day of um, battling uphill and winds. However, I'm now here. Um, one of the things I want to I want to share with you on um, this particular night is a um, epiphany I had last night, and you might think, oh yeah, he's pronouncing it a bit strange. It's epiphany. However, it's for me, it's also a bit of an onomata payer that um, this the sound of the word is linked to the the sound of um, the activity so okay getting a little bit complicated so I'll take it back to um, a couple of other short stories when I've previously talked about the uh, trash and treasure beside the roadside one of the things I did omit from that story is pea bottles so I verily think that it was um, uh, male passengers of a car as opposed to male driver of a car that were driving along and chose to empty their bladder into a water bottle and then screw the cap on and um, throw the water bottle out the window. And um, so, you know, they, they, they didn't done themselves out of nine cent like, uh, to spend a penny, they could have gone to a local convenience and um, had a, a pee there 
and kept the uh, plastic bottle and for a uh, cash for containers and got 10 cent out of it. So, um, but they, they chose to um, listen to their bladder when their bladder spoke and um, emptied their, their bladder into um, these pee bottles or into a um, plastic bottle, cap it and throw it. Um, so that's part of the story. There's all these pee bottles. Um, the other part of the story is, I was talking to dear Joe last night, and I was lamenting about the, the night before whereby um, I had to get out of my comfy sleeping bag, out of my off of my um, comfy sleeping mat, and then out into the drizzle or cold night, and um, uh, emptied the bladder. And it, I had to do that four times not last night, the night before, and it very much disrupted my sleep. And um, why that comes about is that my evening meals, I, I very much try and load up with um, liquid so that I'm replacing um, the liquid that I've lost during the day, and I also top it up with other uh, water that I drink of an afternoon to make sure that I'm fully hydrated going to bed and... Um, um, fully hydration helps the uh, muscles to recover and hopefully also helps this knee and the, the, the tissue damage that is being suffered by the knee. So they're the, the pros to being fully hydrated. The cons are sometimes you get up quite often and um, have to relieve yourself. So last night, as I said, I had a bit of an epiphany whereby I, I sort of thought about these pee bottles and thought, why wouldn't you just do a pee bottle in the tent? And that's exactly what I did. So last night, um, three times, uh, I um, used a pee bottle as opposed to fully getting out of the tent. Um, you know, in retrospect, I've also could have had a a warm water bottle that I could have put into the sleeping bag, but I didn't, so I'm not, not sort of wanting to delve on that too much, but that opportunity would be there. Don't don't rule it out if you find yourself in a, a situation where it's cold at night and you've got a warm pee bottle that you could throw down the, the bottom of the sleeping bag to keep your toes warm um, and then pull back up later on the night to top it up. Um, but yeah, that was my epiphany, that um, you don't have to get out of the tent each and every time. There is an alternative if um, you just put your mind to it. Any who's, any who's, any who's. Um, I'm in Colburn, Goldburn. Um, I've taken a room for the night. I've got the air conditioner cranked up to 27 degrees. I've had an extremely hot shower, um, bought a block of chocolate. I, um, When I got into Goldburn, I took a, um, a meal of um, grilled fish and chips and salad, so trying to inject a bit of greenery into the diet. But um, I've come out here to the motel and I've got my instant noodles in a, a tin of chicken, um, so I'm going to have that as a bit of a, a secondsy um, for more energy, but also a bit of comfort food. I'll um, 
think I'll sleep quite well in this nice thick mattress in this nice warm room after a nice warm shower. Um, I was speaking to a mate tonight, Neil, who said that it's only about 80 kilometres to Canberra. So um, that would theoretically just be four or five hours, depending on wind speed and inclination of the road. Um, I'll, I'll suss it out later on tonight um, to work out um, what the travel time is going to be like. Um, I think that's about it. Day 11, it was a big day. Um, day 12, I'll be in Canberra. Um, I've pulled out some cold weather gear that I'll be wearing while I ride tomorrow because I think it'll, the cold will with, be with me the whole day. Um, yep, that's it. Okay, day 11, done.